Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is my guy, Rodney McLeod. And today, we're just going to talk a little bit about the offseason um, and, and maybe, you know, kind of look back a little bit on the season as a whole for the Indianapolis Colts as, you know, obviously we do not have a game to look forward to this upcoming weekend, um, you know, to the chagrin of myself and the Colts players, the team and everything. But it is what it is. Not everybody can make the dance. And now we get to sit on the sidelines and watch it from a distance. And, and you know, whether you're a player or a fan of a, a team that didn't make it or not, you know, still football fans, still some football out there. Now we can sit back and actually watch games as a fan, right, Rodney? Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, now, you know, I, I turn into a fan <laughs> just like uh, everybody else, unfortunately, make my picks uh, and sit there and and, and enjoy uh, some good football. Uh, there are a lot of good teams, obviously, in the playoffs. Um, I'm excited about a few matchups and uh this is this is a, a great time man to to be uh involved uh you know I, I i know countless times i made it to the playoffs you know all eyes are on you uh, for every player you dream of these moments as a kid where nothing else is on but playoff nfl playoff football and so uh you know you people for people who haven't seen you all year you know this is now their their chance to see you know what you know you're all about and uh the thing is there's no tomorrow uh you have to play your best uh that particular game and that's what makes that's what makes playoffs you, you know so so special um and and brings out the best in everybody because people know you know it's it's win or go home uh, mentality Bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL to bowl season to eSports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends at BetOnline. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Absolutely. And uh, for the Indianapolis Colts, it is a go home uh, special, you know, this week. There's a lot going on um, in the building uh, with the players and coaches and things of that nature. As a player, after that final game, knowing that your season is finally over, could you kind of take us by a step by step process uh, as a player? Uh, you know, in the process of, of of ending the season before, you know, actually, you know, getting back home and trying to start uh, living your regular life? Yeah, uh, you know, that, that ending the season moment, you know, you're really saying your last goodbyes uh, to, you know, everybody, you know, within that organization. What people don't know is, you know, so often, uh, teams never look the same again for so many reasons, whether you win or lose in this, in this game, you know, there are going to be different uh, personnel within the team. 
uh, that's just reality just from the business side of it uh, alone. And so that goes, that extends from players to coaches to even, you know, guys in the front office, you know, as, as you know, for us, you know, there's a huge question mark in who will uh, be leading the team next year, right? As far as, you know, head coach, that is the biggest question mark, you know, who's going to be calling the plays both offensively, defensively and special teams. Um, those questions will be answered, but, you know, this makes things a lot more like real for everybody because of the what we experienced this year and knowing that this could be this is our last moment together. Uh, you know, and some guys, obviously, because of their relationships are going to have the ability to link up outside of the building. But for most, uh, this will be it until April. <laughs> you know, uh, and so, yeah, you know, you're just trying to, um, you know, really just soak it all in. Um, and of course you go through your process of returning on Monday and you have your exit meetings with, uh, a, a, a number of people from training staff to, uh, you know, front office to your position coach to, you know, player, um development uh to equipment you know what i'm saying <laughs> down to like the shrimp coaches as well uh you know you're you're literally having those individual meetings just to make sure everything's intact uh can't forget about the video department you know with them precious ipads and everything uh but yeah um that's kind of what goes on and, and then you have your team meeting uh and you know coach gives his uh spill and how you know what we should look forward to going into the off season, uh, just a reflection, right. Of the year, but also looking into what lies ahead and how can we get better? Um, how can we all come back uh, as, you know, as better, better individual players and to be able to help um, now uh, going into the next season and, and, and us all, you know, trying to, you know, win a championship ultimately. Absolutely. I ended up speaking uh, a little bit, uh, had an interview with Dio and Jelani uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, a, a lot of a lot of people were made available, being it was the end of the season. And I was asking them, they're young players, and I asked them, you know, what what they were looking forward to improving during this off season as as a young new player, as a veteran, as you know, a guy who's been in the NFL a while, um, you know, you talk about things that, you know, you, you're always learning, always trying to get better. What are some things that, that you yourself this off season um, through until next year are looking at that possibly maybe, you know, get better at if you decide to come back and are you coming back? <laughs> I mean, um, like to the NFL, not necessarily the Colts, but the NFL. Yeah, I you know I think I have to take some time uh, to discuss it with my my family um, and also agency, everybody who's a part of my team, really, uh, to really figure out what's next for for Rodney McLeod. And uh, do I feel like I still have more to give? Hundred uh, percent. And so, you, know, you just have to really weigh all options and lay it out on on table and. Uh, make the best decision possible, of course, with everybody's um, 
with everyone in mind, particularly, you know, my wife and, you know, my family, but then just, you know, lean on God to, to you know, provide that direction. So, uh, you know, there's no rush for me. Uh, I have plenty of time over the course of these next couple of months to, you know, one, heal my body, <laughs> heal my soul, step away for a little bit, uh, enjoy some some time away from from the game. Uh, knowing that, you know, it was a very long season uh, for us all. But, you know, I think for me, it's, yeah, it's taking a step back to to really self-evaluate myself this past year. Um, things that I, yeah, I did, I did well in, but then also, you know, what areas can I always, can I improve on? Um, and, you know, I think that's just me looking closely at the film um, and really uh, trying to, pinpoint and, and nitpick um that's what makes you know some of the the the, the greats who they are uh it's because they do that i think saturday shared with us what he used to do in the off season he would literally reach out to a few teammates or uh opponents that players that he's had the opportunity to go against and that he has great trust in to ask for their honest opinion you know what do i do well man and, and what are the things that you see uh, that I lack or if that needs improvement. And I'm not, that's the first time I've ever heard someone actually ask not only their teammates, but mm-hmm. the people that they played against as well, uh, you know, what they thought about him in the offseason. And, and so that just shows you his mindset, but how he was so uh, determined uh, to be great. And those are little steps that you take in order to improve your game year to year. Uh, and that's what makes him one of the best to ever do it. And so uh, for me, um, this is, you know, same mentality. I don't know if it's, you know, reaching out to opposing uh, players, but just being critical of myself. And I, I'm always my biggest critic and real. Uh, and so that's what I'll focus on. When it comes to being a veteran that are on the backside of their career, what does a veteran prioritize uh, when it comes to signing with a team? Uh, do, do they prioritize the contract or do they prioritize a championship? Very good question. And I think it, it really just depends on that veteran player, where they are in their career, right? You have a certain guys, uh, who have made uh, plenty of money, you know, multi-year deals, extensions, and honestly, financially are are in good position. You know, they they are content where where they are financially, but for them, it could be solely, man, I I need a uh, an opportunity at a championship, or I've never even made the playoffs, right? And I want that, I want that on my resume. Uh, I want to be able to say I made the playoffs at least one time out of my career, just to experience that, just to get that, that mm-hmm. see what, what does that feel like? And, and so, yeah, it just really all depends on where you are um, in your, in, in your career. And I, and I know for a lot of guys, you know, some people are, man, I, yeah, I need a, I want an extra, extra mill or two, you know what I'm saying? Just, just on the back end, uh, just to do some of the, the things that I want to do outside of the sport. Um, or, you know, I, I need one more Pro Bowl associated with my, you know, t- to my resume. So 
everybody plays a game for different reasons and and priorities are always different some people are man i i want to be closer to to home to where my home is so what teams uh are are in that 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 uh area right that can make it uh, a little bit easier for my family right with with children and going to school so there's so many variables especially for us you know veterans yeah, i would say 10 plus uh family who yeah priorities are all different uh because our our lives are all different our our, our careers have been different and um so you have to just do what's best for you at the end of the day absolutely that's uh, i didn't even you know, contemplate a lot of those uh, answers that you provided is, is that, uh, you know, puts in the whole Tom Brady thing of going to Florida, right? I mean, that's yeah. a little bit closer to where he's at, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I absolutely. I understand that now a little bit better. Jeff Saturday yesterday is an end of, end of season presser uh, talked about how if he is hired, you know, that he still wants to be the long-term head coach and that if he is hired – that he would do things a lot differently. Like he would run things a lot differently than what they were when he came in. Mm-hmm. Um, now, was there any instances where you noticed that, you know, he is a lot different when it comes to running a ship than, than say other coaches that you've been around? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that at all. Uh, I think he does have the perspective of being a player, which is great value uh, as a head coach, which I've been around. Uh, I think all of my coaches have been former players, to be honest. Uh, and I, that's probably uh, what I enjoy most is, is they, you know, they understand our world uh, a lot better. Uh, so, but I would, but I would say for, you know, Jeff, it's the things that he spoke about and demanded of us is are the things that you want to hear from your head coach. Um, you know, accountability, discipline, uh, hard work, uh, effort, uh, competitiveness, you know, competitive toughness, all those sorts of things you want to hear and you want, you know, your team to rally around those core values are, are big. And I think just what he's speaking to is it's hard when you come in, uh, mid-season uh, to really try to uh, either fix but also implement all the things that you you know want to uh, at that point in time like you know we're very regimen driven creatures and so when you know you come in and, and man you're like wow I really will want it this way but how is that gonna that's gonna adjust and affect so much of everybody else's routine you know, like us as players, but even more so for coaches, their schedules, everybody else that's involved has just been uh, just so accustomed to that one particular way that it's hard to now come in and try to uh, restructure it all. That takes time. And that also takes uh, people, you know, coming together, give input and and truly – believing in it all right and so I, I think that's just more so what he's speaking on when you know he he makes those comments is that you know it's hard you know of course he did the best that he could but there's probably so much that he would love to implement and and change uh just because that's the nature uh, of it all and and he has his ways and what he thinks it it, it will take 
for us to win to get the best results out of everybody that he's leading in that building. Um, and then, you you know, you just have to respect that. Absolutely. And the first impressions are everything. And uh, when you first, when, when a coach comes in, you know, gaining the respect of the players and the other coaches on, on the team is, is first and foremost. He spoke about that uh, day one when he come in, how he had to earn your guys' respect. And then, you know, he, he you know, uh, said it again yesterday. And mm. how, how important is that? Uh, is that really that big of a deal to the players to, to, for, for the coach to earn your guys' respect? Or, or do you automatically kind of give it to him because, hey, he's your boss? I think for everybody, it is a respect and trust factor, right? And you always are going to be very respectful of your boss superior, right? Like that's mm-hmm. just the way it goes. But then there's there's the trust factor and that, there's the buy-in. Like have you fully bought into what – this man is saying uh, to you. And, and that goes from head coach to all of the coordinators as well. Um, and the minute that you can, you can get everyone to truly buy in and, and, and believe what you're saying to be true, then that's when, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you really have gained the trust and respect of everybody. Um, and that's when you start to see the results that you're, that you're seeking. Uh, to be honest, the minute people start to doubt or um, have questions about what someone is saying, what what they're doing, their plan, that's when the friction begins. Right. And that's when that 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 rock that you've been trying to form. Now there's somebody that's piercing it. And can you keep it intact? Right. Like. Do you have the players or the leaders within that that room to keep things intact from it forming multiple cracks before it breaks? And that's what you see normally when coaches get fired is that they've lost the locker room as a whole. They lost the team. And it shows in, in a lot of different ways, right? Internally, you know, you you only can, can see that uh, for the most part. But when that happens – there's there's all hope is really lost. Um, and, and I think despite what we went through before Jeff entered into the building, he kept guys in the room, you know, the room together. Um, and he had, he demanded excellence out of us. He had a certain level of standard that he, that he expected. He never wavered from that. And I think guys did uh, respect that from Jeff. Okay. You talk about how, you know, when coaches get fired is generally because they've lost the locker room. Is that the case? Is is that what happened with Frank? I'm not, I'm not going to say that that that's what happened, you know, in our situation, typically like what you see a lot of times, like I said, is guys probably have lost the locker room, but they're, they're also coaches who get fired similar to, Frank is, you know, maybe it had a lot to do just with the performance overall, right? Like everyone had so high expectations of us uh, and and what we were supposed to be this year, but we never, you know, lived up to that. And so 
that could very much so be a reason, you know, why I don't know. You know, I don't make those decisions, but I know for a fact that in that moment, you know, even though I think we came off the New England game, you know, and that 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 was just a a, a tough performance. But mm-hmm. I never felt as though guys stopped playing or or didn't care uh, about one another about the about the season, even in that moment. And you know, you figure we just came off Washington, I believe, the game before that came down to the wire. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that was true in our situation at all. Uh, but I I do know other countless situations that uh, typically speaking especially early on if a coach gets fired maybe similar to like a Denver right one year that's hard to do you know Frank was there for some time of course uh here uh with with, with the organization so uh, it's a little different yeah absolutely yeah the Hackett thing was was a was something you don't see a lot you know you know fired midway through their first season that's yeah. that's something you don't see very often. Um, but at that point, I think it had to have been Hackett or Russell, and they put two hundred fifty million in Russell. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, so, I know that this past season is disappointing overall. But was there anything, any positives that you took? Uh, from this past season, from the organization and the games that you played, and maybe uh, the, the the personnel, the people you met, things of that nature. Was was there a lot of a positive to come out of your time here uh, in Indy? Yeah, I think football is always about relationships, man, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's what that's what keep guys uh, around. And 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 what people miss most about the game is. Uh, their their brothers that they play with the relationships they they made uh, you know throughout their careers and really reflecting on on those uh, moments those are what you cherish the most so I'm I am extremely grateful uh, for my time here to be able to connect with so many uh, new men uh, you know that I never would have had the opportunity unless you know I made that decision to come here and seven into this locker room and that's what really kept, you know, me going from from day one to to the end is solely my brothers, uh, you know, because everything else around is is not going going well. But you can you can hold on and it's enjoyable uh, coming into work. Despite our circumstances, I still enjoy the work environment um, and the work environment is made up of those individuals who are all in that locker room. So uh, there are plenty of of people that, you know, our relationship will extend past the season uh, that I'm grateful for. And and, you know, jerseys that I had the uh, opportunity to to get and phone numbers, man. And it's just a, a brotherhood, you know, that's that's forever. And so um, I'm very appreciative of, of everybody for accepting me, welcoming me, man, and 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 just with open arms, really. Uh, and that's something that you can uh, look back on. And and, and re- despite what the record is, you look back and you say, man, like we had a lot of good, good moments together uh, and, and something to, to take on with you for life. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much uh, for uh, sitting here and talking about uh, this past year with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, obviously, we're going to have a few more episodes together at minimum uh as the playoffs come through but um 
yeah, end of the Colts season. It kind of sucks, but uh, <laughs> life goes on, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone out there, thank you so much for watching. This was Believe in Colts. I'm Lord Salone. With me, as usual, was my guy, Gerard. Or, sorry. Rodney McLeod. I'm used to saying Gerard Powers first. Right, right. <laughs> in and the mode. Yeah, in the mode. Um, but this was brought to you by Bet Online, and as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.